All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Nasty Knuckles, what's happening, Nast? I'm not. You've been yawning. Look, <laughs> yeah, you act like you're all fresh right now. You've been fucking yawning for the last 10 minutes. Look at you. you Sorry, dude. It's, it's getting late for you, man. Yeah, man. Late, late, late. Hey, listen, are you going to make a, finally make a men's league game this week? I tried this past Sunday, and you guys canceled the game. You guys, you old time. You knew it was canceled. That's why <laughs> no, you tried to act. You acted all horny like you wanted to play. Hey, Nas, dude, I was excited. I planned the whole Sunday around playing. Ashley told me you were texting that from your bed, like a yeah, almost asleep, because <laughs> you knew you knew what was going on. Man, you got to make those games a little more achievable. Ten fifty at night. At yeah, that's Holly why we. Dale, that's we actually that's why we canceled it. Both teams were like, no. That's no, we're not it's... doing that. I think the rest of our games, you have zero excuses. They're like at four forty-five, five thirty. All right, I'm like, there Sunday, man. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get I'll one. I'll be in there. You. I'm bringing the Toby. You've been, you've been. You got the Toby, and you, you <laughs> get just. I think we gotta. 
your yoga is not translating onto the ice as far as your stamina goes because you're short shift. It's because I'm back checking so goddamn hard. (laughs) (laughs) Getting low, supporting the defenseman, being available. You're available. Yeah, that's that's true. All right. Well, and then I'm man. gassed and then I get off. You know? <laughs> Dude, the week before when you couldn't come because your knee, allegedly, your knee, um, we played with eight guys after our Warriors game. We yeah. played at 10 o'clock. We had eight guys. I came off after in the first period with 30 seconds ago in the first period. I played the entire first period. Wow, so I don't know how you did cruising. that. Well, I was cruising. You were? I was, yeah, it was just a cruise. You're like, like you're a little featherweight. It was like a little couple skate out there. They could have turned a <laughs> disco ball on, man. I was just fucking, I wasn't pushing that hard. But uh, oh, anyway, um, we're well, almost done a preseason, bro. Yeah. One more. One more after. One tonight. more Tilly. One more. And then they get a week's work uh, in. And uh, I believe Vancouver's coming to town. Yeah. I'm excited to. To see the real deal, you know, it's yeah. it's hard to really gauge preseason. But that being said, I, I think it's been a good showing overall. Yeah. You know, the, maybe not the record, but uh, the energy, um, yeah. you know, the goaltending, defense pairs. Uh, yeah, really, defenses really look good. I mean, every everyone I think's look good. You know how it is in preseason. You don't. They almost had their full lineup the other night. I feel yeah. like uh, and um, look good. Carter was sharp. Yeah. Uh, the D really look like they're yeah, just like they, 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 they look good. And I love Risto back there, man. Like that guy's got a bit of an yeah, edge he's tossing to him. that body around. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see. And, um, Ellison and Provy look like they've played together you right. know, before and it's just preseason. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of growing pains maybe here and there, yeah. but uh, those two are so good. You know, I, I don't, think there'll be much but but all the d look good together and uh, everyone's look pretty uh sharp to me yeah yeah a little uh a little piss and vinegar there too you know like a little yeah. little energy sticking up for each other yeah i like nice it. to see right out of the gates so yeah i mean again preseason is is a little bit uh tough to evaluate overall as a team but you know, obviously next friday will be yeah. be go time so excited for that you know yeah, it's been a long time exciting. coming i feel and yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm sure uh, everyone there, management included, is like, okay, let's get this shit going, man. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you know, they made a lot Both of changes, uh, good changes, and uh, they they you know, I'm sure everybody's chomping at the bit. So, yeah, let's see what happens. Absolutely. All right, now so let's just jump right into episode 43 with Silky Mitts. Silky Mitts, Morgan Frost. Let's do it, baby. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Nasty Knuckles. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Suttlemeyer. And this week, we are very lucky to have our main man, number 48 for the Philadelphia Flyers, Morgan, the silkiest Mitch you've seen, Frost. What's up, Frosty? How's it going, guys? Good, Good. buddy. Good, buddy. What's the intro? Yeah, man. Hey, dude, when you got mitts like those, I got to say it, man. They're silky. As you would say, they're yucky. So yeah. sick. They're so sick. Can't yeah. teach those. You can't teach oh. those. Oh man. Trying for years. It's still not working. I think I think Frosty kind of patterns his game after my men league, my men's league uh yeah, game. Right? You know, like you're a skilled guy. <laughs> you gotta keep sending me some clips, Nasty. <laughs> yeah, I sent him a couple clips here. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, the old with the Toby. Yeah, we gotta, Toby, we, gotta talk yeah. To, we gotta talk to the Frosty man about the Tobies. Yeah, right. You got Dude, the change he can, up he, too. He can play with a broom. It doesn't matter, man. Were the, are those uh, new blades I saw you guys are using? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they're actually they're actually really nice, man. Like, yeah, they, I, I love it. But I'm not someone that <laughs> should be talking about <laughs> trying to sell a stick with these hands. But right, yeah. at least played in the NHL. Well, hardly, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't be a great gauge of, uh, of stick feel, but I mean, I actually enjoy it. Uh, honestly, besides the way it looks, it does actually legitimately have a good feel to it. So it'd be interesting yeah, guy with actual has good hands, see what they feel. I, I uh, Aaron, uh, sent our buddy, Aaron Krauss sent us, uh, sent me a video today. I forgot to tell you where I was with uh PK Subban. He practiced with, oh yeah, day. did he? Yeah. I'll send you the video. It's pretty sick actually. Cool. Um, Anyway, back to Frost, man. Frosty, <laughs> how, how's camp going, brother? It's uh, it must be nice to kind of be back to, to normal a little bit, uh, having a normal camp anyway. Yeah, it's, it's obviously a grind, but I think um, you know, like compared to last year when it was like that shortened camp and there's no preseason games, I don't know if there's really the best way to get everyone ready for the season. So, um, yeah, I mean. I wouldn't say training camp's the most enjoyable thing ever, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely good to get you prepared for the season. It's nice to play some games again. So yeah, yeah, it's a little bit yeah. of a grind, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, and for you too. I mean, after last season, I think you only played two games, and you had a shoulder injury and, and surgery, I believe. Uh, you know, long long off season for you, so you probably had this one circled off. Uh, you know, for the last however how many months now. So probably extra exciting for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, that stretch has got to be even just from the injury, not even, uh, you know, considering the the COVID stuff. And then I was in the bubble, but I didn't get in any games. And then, That's uh, right. Yeah, just, just even the injury alone, regardless of that stuff, would probably be the longest I've ever gone without playing hockey. I wasn't skating for um, – because it's like three and a half, four months. So wow. definitely tough. And then, uh, you know, you can kind of emulate certain things in the summer, but it's never the same as actually playing a game again. So That's right. uh, I'd say mixed emotions in terms of being like a little nervous, but also excited. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'm still kind of trying to get my feet wet again in terms of the game situations, but um, it's exciting to be playing again. And, and yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you, um, so you had to, you, I don't, I, I'm assuming you had to go to development camp. Um, again, obviously, uh, you're probably a little bit ahead of that. You probably normally wouldn't have needed that, but maybe it helped with being off for so long anyway, having to, you know, go through that. And, you know, I know it's not real game like situation, but you guys, you're still on the ice and competitive, uh, you know, area of the game. Yeah. I, so I came down. Uh, about a week before development camp and just had a couple skates and then um, yeah like you said I mean I think this was my fourth or fifth development camp but um, yeah. it's definitely good just to get back out there and shake the rust off a little and then we had a little bit of a little bit of time in between the development camp and rookie camp and I think you know it was probably about a three-week stretch I just spent here before training camp and um, I think it was all really good for me just preparing for the camp for sure. A little bit, probably a little bit of a personal uh, challenge for you, a little test for you. I mean, having to face that adversity, 
Uh, like you said, you probably haven't gone that long without playing hockey, probably since you started playing hockey. What kind of mindset uh, did you go into the say the off season after like the bubble and everything? You know, just like and like how how your mindset was um, going to the off season, like physically, but then more mentally, because you know you're you're a skill guy, and being off that long, not that you're going to get as rusty as I ever was, but uh, you know you know it's a it's a confidence game, right? So I mean, how, how do you how do you mentally prepare for for the for the off season mentally? Yeah. I think the thing in general with the injury was like, um, you know, everyone was kind of asking me like, how are you feeling? How's the shoulder feeling? All that kind of thing. And, um, you know, that was whatever it, it obviously right after the surgery was tough, but it was healing on its own. I think the mental side was almost tougher than the actual injury side, just because, you know, I was here and I was rehabbing, but I wasn't doing anything and I wasn't really around the team. I was very, um, very isolated and especially in the COVID year made it, way tougher like there wasn't really much I could do so um you know it, it was definitely tough it's probably like a two-month stretch so it's a bit of a dark period for me just um you know like I said because I was so lonely and I I'd never been you know restricted from doing activity in my life I've always been you know super active person over diff- every different you know different sports um so that was tough and then uh you know, I got back on the ice a little bit at the end of the season and um, right when the season ended, I went home and I think going home and just getting to spend time with my family again and see my friends and, uh, you know, kind of just mentally reset was, was huge for me. And then, um, you know, obviously as the shoulder healed, I started to work out and skate again and um, everything started to kind of trend this way instead of going down. So um, the start of it was tough, but after that, it was almost, like I was just on an upwards trajectory and, and uh, yeah, it was, it was positive from there on out. Yeah. You, you look like uh, you definitely look like you put some muscle on um, since, you know, lat, the last time you were playing. Um, I, I think that was something you were trying to do probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trying to oh, so oh, many. Oh. Yeah. Riles has some tips. <laughs> yeah. when he it's a weight loss <laughs> tips, man. You're probably hairier than I am, Frosty. <laughs> he probably is. Trying, where are you around? 190, 185, 190? Yeah. Yeah. One, the number is 190. I'm trying to stay above it. It's tough. I get grilled about it all the time. But. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you are heavier than I am. He, he is. Riles yeah. is lanky and lean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tall and lean. Buck 85 soaking wet. He played, he played at 220, 225. Oh, yeah, he's a fat ass. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I was saying. He could give you some tips on gaining some weight. Yeah, not not the right way, man. Not, you gotta, not the right way. <laughs> with your game, you got to yeah. Gaining weight is one thing, but being you know functional and moving the way you need to move as a hockey yeah. player and staying agile, and mobile is a whole other thing. So yeah, you know, you, it, you know, it's been nice though because uh, uh, for the most part, you know, I'm not really on like a diet. Like I try and eat you know as much protein and and whatever that I can, but in general, the message to me has always kind of just been like, eat, just eat, like eat whatever's in front, <laughs> eat whenever you can. So um, I'd say I've had more than my fair share of cheat meals. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, uh, all right. yeah. and what'd you play at the last couple of years? Uh, when I first came, I was probably like 182 around there. I would always come into training camp, like low 180s, and then I'd lose like seven, eight pounds throughout really camp. that much. Um, and then the last year before I was hurt, I probably started at like 187 and then I was whatever moved down to like 183, 184. But this year has been really good. I've been 
crushing protein shakes and uh i think my body's just kind of adjusted to the weight a little bit more so um i haven't really had a problem keeping on 190 which has been nice that's that's good you know it's funny it, it kind of reminds me frosty uh, another number 48 uh danny b uh he used to come to camp um bulked bulked up a bit more he he did a lot of strength training obviously it, things were a lot different back then too but uh he would come in and he would start out with like an 82 flex on his sticks because he was stronger. And around January, because he wasn't able to be in the gym as much. And he was like, he felt like he was losing strength. He would take, he would, we would start ordering 77 flex on his sticks. I know you're not having to do that, but it was, it was pretty interesting. His thought process behind that. And he could put the puck in the net pretty good. So no one, no one was questioning what he was doing. He wasn't too bad at it. Mr. Playoffs. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, you look you look really good from what I've from what we've seen. Obviously, it's it's uh, preseason and all, but uh, you look really good on the ice. And so I'm I'm happy to see that and happy for you. Yep, keep grinding. That's it, right? Get better every day. I think that's uh, the, the key. And obviously, at that level, it's level consistency, right? You got to stay healthy, but you gotta you gotta perform, right? I mean, there's all these other guys chomping at the bit, so there's never really a a day off unless there's a, a day off <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic. Yeah. I learned that quickly when I came up here, I think, uh, when I was in junior, you know, we kind of mess around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I don't want to take, not take, I don't want to say not take every day seriously, but you know how it is in junior when you're, especially as an older guy, you kind of take your foot off the gas a little. And then, um, you know, I came here my first year and everyone is just, full tilt and at that point <laughs> yeah at that point it's like obviously completely a job so um, right you know i i learned pretty quickly my uh, my rookie year and you're still able to put up uh back-to-back hundred point years taking a few days off too right unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> not my bad God, man yeah it's unbelievable yeah, those were the good days yeah right? <laughs> oh, you got a lot of good days to come brother I was going to ask you, since you brought that up, like your first year pro, you were playing under Scott Gordon. I know he's pretty hard on young guys, especially for guys that he thinks that are maybe shortcutting or not, you know, putting in 120%. Uh, was he was he pretty good with you about that stuff? I mean, he's pressing on you and you kind of made you realize how much you have to pour into it? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was definitely an eye-opener for me just, you know, getting to work with him and then uh, being around so many older guys because I had been playing with people my age my whole life. So um, I think there was a lot of good mentors for me that year, whether it be the coaches or um, even my teammates. So I learned a lot for sure. Right on. What would you, what would you say like the, the biggest adjustment for you? I mean, obviously you're playing against men instead of boys um, outside of the size and strength of guys. Uh, what was the biggest adjustment for you being a, you know, extremely skilled guy with big point production in junior? Uh, I would probably just say in general, like the amount of time that you have the puck on your stick. And sometimes in junior, you could kind of, and I, I love to do it. I would, you know, hold the puck on my stick and kind of slow things down. And then you can like process stuff and dissect it. And then, you know, when I came to pro, it's like, you have the puck on your stick and it's like right off. You, you almost need to be making the decision like a step ahead even before you, you get the puck. So um, I'd probably say that. And then, uh, you know, I, I used to try some 
pretty fancy thing. <laughs> pretty fancy thing. <laughs> Gordo yelling at you from across yeah. the rink. <laughs> yeah, I learned quickly to, you know, maybe pick and choose my spots to, to do those kind of things for sure. I'm not trying to go, you know, through my legs at the blue line or anything like that. <laughs> You got to appreciate the balls to try that. But uh, yeah, yeah no, right? there's, there's, I guess there most coaches it's at that level. Bench for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He becomes a grocery stick, eh, Rick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, you sit there. right beside me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, <laughs> Never, Fro- yeah. Frosty, uh, this summer, Chuck made a lot of moves, uh, brought a lot of different, like, not a lot of new faces. And obviously, um, as far as you've been able to tell so far, I know we're, we haven't even started the regular season, but uh, the new guys, they seem to be fitting in really well, like from watching. And again, it's preseason, but they seem to be fitting in pretty good as the room seem uh, fairly like comfortable. Yeah. Unbelievable from my perspective. Um, you That's know, awesome. obviously I was, obviously I was kind of in and out of the locker room last year, but um, you know, from what I can tell, everyone's been amazing and, and all the new guys have been, you know, super you know welcoming of me personally everyone's been you know really nice and i think everyone's getting along really well so um That's awesome. i think it's going to be a really good dynamic this year and uh you know, i think change can be good sometimes so i think yeah. a lot of fresh faces and um i, I think it kind of adds an extra layer of excitement to not only the guys that are on the team right now but even those guys that are just coming in they want to prove themselves to the guys that are on the team now and um yeah, I think everyone should be excited to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> the guys, all the new guys seem very excited to, you know, to be here, which they should be. Philadelphia's, I mean, obviously one of the best organizations in hockey. Um, uh, Risto must be really happy, not to, not to shit on Buffalo, but I mean, just <laughs> the, the, the shit show that's going on there, which is unfortunate for hockey, uh, getting to come here and, and you know, and play he's got to be like wow this is cool <laughs> i don't know if you know him well yet but i'm sure he's excited like the rest of the guys anyway yeah i would yeah. think so I, I think a lot of the guys are excited to have him too i don't think people like playing against that guy yeah, I don't, yeah, right. I don't, exactly you want him on your squad i played a couple games against him it's not yeah. fun eh? <laughs> no definitely not yeah no, you'll right fit right in middle. perfectly yeah fans fans in philadelphia might like this guy yeah. I have a feeling they're yeah. going to like him. Yeah. Well, and I think you yeah. could even, in one of those preseason games, uh, you know, the crowd just got so loud when he was, when he was hitting guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was one play when uh, he had the puck on his stick, and it was almost like he was inviting the guy to come after him. And then he gets rid of the puck and buries the guy. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Flyers yeah, fans are going to like that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, to to Nasty's point there too, and you 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 kind of uh, echoed it. Um, I think outside of the on ice play, I think more importantly is the chemistry in the locker room. And I know you you weren't in in the locker room as much as you normally would be last year, uh, which you know from an outsider looking in, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of chemistry. But um, you know, from from an outsider now looking into the season, like it, it's it's exciting, really. I mean, you add guys on paper that uh, that add width and, and dimension to the team but uh, to me it's like more importantly like there's a, there's a, seems to be a nice chemistry going on in the locker room so yeah all those guys have you know so much experience too so i think you know they can they can pass down any wisdom or um you know i think it just adds there's already a really good leadership group here and i think those guys all just 
all just build on it. And they've, you know, they've got so many years combined uh, between all of them in the NHL. And um, yeah, like I said, I think there's nothing but positives to come out of that that can help the young guys for sure. That's It'll be great. fun to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, everybody's no everybody's excited, and, and Frosty, you may not know this, but like in uh, in Philadelphia, the Eagles are they're kind of like you know the the sport. Um, they keep, if they if they keep losing, everybody's excited about the season anyway for the Flyers. But it's funny we used to joke around saying, "Man, you know, like everybody's gonna it's gonna be more watching the Flyers yeah. if, if the Eagles are struggling. We don't want the Eagles to struggle, but they're struggling <laughs> a little bit right now." Um, but, uh, everybody's so fired up anyway, around, around here and, and, and for good reason, for good reason. So, um, I, I was going to uh, ask you, uh, how cool was it with, uh, if you want to maybe tell some people that I, maybe everyone knows, maybe they don't, but about your dad and the job he had, uh, growing up. Yeah. I, I love talking about him. I think, you know, whenever he, whenever he sees that, uh, you know, I mentioned him, he gets all fired up. So, <laughs> but, um, it was it was awesome. I think he's the coolest dad ever. He used to, um, you know, he was the public address announcer for the Leafs, and uh, you know, so growing up, uh, I think he st- he started the year I was born. So growing up, I would always be around the rink, and um, you know, he'd take me take me to the games, and I'd sit in the press box with all the scouts and stuff, and uh, you know, he'd set he'd set me up with my own notepad and i i would pretend like i was you know one of the scouts up there and, <laughs> that's, so rad. That's, that's awesome yeah man. yeah he would take me uh you know down to the walk by the locker room before the games all the time and uh you know i got to meet players and um you know even i remember too we we'd show up pretty early to the games and there was no one in the building he'd let me go on the mic and you know no way yeah it was super <laughs> cool so I, I would pretend to announce whoever it was, Kyle yeah. I think he was my favorite player. That was your yeah, favorite player, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We were, we were t- Riley and I were talking about that. I said, I wonder his favorite player was being around there, but it, Riley already knew that. Wiki- yeah. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wellwood or, uh, Wellwood or Sundin. Sundin was just the, he was the man in Toronto. Right. So. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. Getting introduced to to that world from that perspective at such a young age. I mean, it had to obviously ingrain hockey into your DNA, and you probably watched it a lot closer than most kids watch it, right? I mean, it's not just like something just watch on TV. You're actually, like you said, like you're pretending you're a scout. You're you're kind of like looking at it from a different perspective, which is pretty cool. You know, uh, most kids don't have that luxury, obviously. Yeah, um, I mean. Yeah, especially being there and, and being around the guys sometimes. I think it really, um, you know, set a standard for me, you know, regardless of if whether it was at a young age or not, that, you know, I want to be one of these guys. And um, yeah. I always looked up to them. So I think, you know, I always thank my dad for uh, exposing me to that and, you know, kind of giving me that opportunity because I think from then on, I kind of just ran and said, I always, I always joked with him, you know, probably the biggest dream of mine would have been to, you know, make it in the NHL and then play in Toronto. And uh, unfortunately, he's not doing it anymore. But to have him announce. You know, oh, that'd be rad. And that would be what, sick. Whether it was a goal or, or uh, starting lineup or whatever. So it's unfortunate that, cool. that won't happen. But um, yeah, that was always the dream. We always talked about that. So that's nice. really cool. I, I was uh, so I grew up in North Carolina, uh, Frosty, and my dad was the trainer of the Flyers when I was growing up. So I got to, I came up to visit a lot. 
Uh, so it was a little way better for you because hockey, I loved hockey just because my dad worked in it, but I got, I was fortunate enough to get to walk around a locker room and meet all these guys that, that I end up becoming friends with, you know, years later, Rick Tockett, you know, Craig Berube and all these guys, Scott Mellenby. And um, I can just imagine for you being in the hockey town. I mean, the, the, the one of the best places for hockey and getting to yeah. be in there, like kid, so many kids must have been so so jealous of you, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, what oh. what what a fuck! I mean, you're 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 walking, you're in the building, you're getting to see the players, you're sitting up there watching the games. I mean, I know because when I would go home, my friends thought I was so cool because you yeah. know, I I finally when I was I think I was 16, my dad let me work the third period in Washington on the bench, and I was you would have thought I was like like doing something like so damn big. Cause I was just, yeah. I had towels and water <laughs> bottles in my hand. I was so damn nervous, yeah. you know, and some guys wouldn't say anything. They just put their hands up and I didn't know they wanted a towel, you know, and then they turn around and my dad, give me a shot. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I, but I just had, like you that's said, so man, that, that, that's so cool that uh, you got to grow around the, uh, grow up around the game like that, man. That's uh, couldn't yeah. ask for anything better. Yeah, I, I used to brag about him more than he would ever know in yeah. elementary school and stuff. Like you said, everyone thought it was the coolest thing. So that's yeah. awesome. Man. So I guess it's safe to say that you, the, the dream of playing the NHL started w- when probably as, as soon as those first experiences happened, right? I mean, you you were already in your mind believing you're an NHL player, right? I mean, it's, it sounds like that's the natural <laughs> way it happened. Yeah, at, at that point, yeah, obviously my head was so big, uh, you know, being around the rink and you know I as I kind of grew older obviously that was always the goal but at that point I was just kind of having fun playing hockey and then as I got you know whatever 13 14 15 I started to move up um that's when I started to really take it serious for sure so so how old were you when you had to leave home to play or did you I know you played Uh, 16 16, yeah so um Funny story. Yeah, funny story about that. So um, I was drafted to Sault Ste. Marie and uh, the year before the year that I got drafted, they had an unbelievable team at Nurse, Richie, D'Angelo, wow. all these guys. And then they played um, they played Erie, who had McDavid and Strom to bring Yeah. And they lost in the uh, conference finals to them. But um, so they, they were going to lose a bunch of older guys and uh I, I didn't think I was a fourth rounder and I wasn't really projected to make the team. So um, I went to the Sioux for training camp with like literally one backpack with my dad, like just enough clothes and my hockey gear because I, I was planning on, I had like a verbal agreement with a junior A team back home. Oh, and uh, anyways, uh, two of the guys that played on the team the year before that were supposed to, or that were going to maybe come back, ended up sticking in pro. And then oh, so sudden okay. like, they told me I had made the team at the end of camp. And like, I was, I remember I was asking uh, the coach Drew Bannister. I was like, so can I go home for like a couple of days and like pack all my stuff and hang out with my friends before I have to like, <laughs> And he's like, definitely not. So, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So anyways, my dad had his, he had our flights booked home and, uh, it was just kind of like bang bang like that. He left the next day, and I wasn't on the flight with him. And then they ended up shipping all my stuff down. But wow. uh, it was yeah, it happened really fast because I didn't think I was going to play on the team. So 
With those mitts, you didn't think you were going to make that team? <laughs> no, back then. I was, I was probably pushing 140 back then. Oh, wow. <laughs> Featherweight. Yeah. Hey, listen, you hear something worse? Featherweight. <laughs> but my, uh, my freshman year of college, I, I report I'm like 140. Like 140, and I'm playing basketball. These guys are like, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I could put weight on to save my life. I should have called. I, I wish I would have known Riley. Of course, he was probably barely born when I was in college. <laughs> Riggs. I was getting all jacked up already. There, just yeah. pa- pack on yeah. the weight. <laughs> already had the creatine going. Fuck, man, that's funny. Oh. Creatine is a game changer. <laughs> yeah, you get that, all swollen up all and hold the water. Yeah, your face is out to here and your neck's out to here. And- <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, you oh, gotta man. check Riley's uh, profile pick out on Hockey DB. Yeah, it was more 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 than creatine going through the old veins. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So so Frosty, uh, we were talking uh, last, but was it was last weekend. I was at this. I went to a show anyway. Uh, UFC. I know you're a big UFC guy. Um, we, I love UFC also, but. Uh, I remember I was telling Riles, you said I was one of the top five, your favorite fights last weekend, the, the main event there. I think it was the featherweights. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Ortega Volkanovsky. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal, man. Holy. When, I when, did, go ahead. Sorry. You, did you see the, the clips of it? Like, I saw the clips. Yeah. It's, it was amazing, man. Ortega's warrior. I don't know how he was still in there. And then, you know, also that one round too, Ortega had him in like, full-on guillotine and full-on yeah. uh, choke and Volkanovski was just not happening. And then you just get up and start throwing bombs. I'm like, this That's is humble. insane. I don't know how, how they guys do it. Black belt, a full choke. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. When, crazy. Did, when, when did you start? Uh, when did you become a fan of uh, UFC? Like, when did you start really watching it? Uh, I would say probably like around 20, 2015-ish. Yeah. Like around You've been I a think, fan for a while. Yeah. Now I'm much bigger than I was back then. I know, you know, so much, but um, I think, you know, obviously my, my favorite fighter is McGregor. And I think he just kind of took the world by storm when he came on. And that's kind of oh, yeah. you know, the same way a lot of people were kind of introduced to the sport was, you know, kind of through him because you'd see it all on their social media and stuff. And Yeah. <clears throat> He's yeah, a genius, he, that guy. Yeah, he's and, a genius. And, 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 and he can fight. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. good too. I know. He's, Highest paid athlete in the planet last year. Unbelievable. Yeah. And he'll so, let he, but he'll let you know. Too. He'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> His Lamborghini makes, yacht. makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a legend. I loved it. My, one of my favorite ones when he when he acted like he wanted to apologize. He goes, "I'd just like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. like, that might have been one of the greatest lines. Oh yeah, he's a character. Double champ. What the- yeah, what? yeah, exactly. Double champ. That's right. Oh, I love that guy, man. So, yeah. um, you uh, also you bit of a Steph Curry fan? Yeah, hoops. little hoops. Yeah, that's my. I actually have uh, – I'm actually propped up right now. I'll show you guys on, on my Curry poster right here. I don't know if oh, you got it, it with you. Oh, yeah. There you go. He's right there. So. Were you a little he's a baller? Yeah, I got some handles. Nasty knows I got, uh, I got some does. handles. I yep, still got to work on – I got to work on the shot a bit, but my handles are there. Sure. There you so. go. Yeah, we play a couple little pickup games before. 
seemed yeah. like he'd be a good basketball player. Yeah, yeah like I'm a, a, I'm a weird basketball player though. I'm uh, I'll never understand how this works. I'm I'm right-handed, like I'm dribble dominant with my right, but my I shoot with my left hand. Oh no, which, which <laughs> might make me it might make me sound terrible, but I swear it works, and no. that's just how. It, Done it, so. I was saying that because of Ben Simmons, you know, shooting his free throws. Uh, left oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, that's, that's why I said that. That's funny. <laughs> I'm a dual threat. I'm a yeah, dual man. threat. That's right. <laughs> that's awesome. And and a, and, a, and a good golfer as well, man. You do it all. Yeah, try. I'm, I'm trying. Working on the golf game for sure. I think um, I didn't really play much when I was younger, but because, uh, you know, I was busy playing whatever, soccer you know, lacrosse, uh, any of those kind of sports. But now I think in the summer, it's, it's pretty much workout, skate, golf. That's, that's pretty much my day. So eat, sleep. Yeah. It's uh, not a bad, not a bad day at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the golf, I, I don't know how long ago it was recently saw a couple of pictures of you, uh, with, uh, Bobby Clark and I believe Wade Allison, uh, on the links there. Rattle how was, too, how right? was that? Rat- oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. How was that? One of the coolest days of my life. Seriously, it was unreal. Um, You know, we showed up. I think we were probably, all three of us were probably pretty quiet for the first, you know, three, four holes. Yeah. (laughs) Super nervous, right? Like, of course. Yeah. Um, But anyways, as it went on, you know, we started talking more and and whatever. He's the man. We all kind of opened up and then, yeah, we, we stayed after for food and, um, yeah, we, we were, we were with them for, I don't even know how many hours it would have been in total, probably like seven hours in total. Yeah, and wow. just, he was, telling, he was telling stories and, um, oh, it was, it was so cool. And then yeah. we had to ask him, we were a little nervous, but we had to ask him for a picture after. Just, yeah. just to- <laughs> he got to, oh, you have to spend yeah. seven hours with the legend. He's, he, I know. He's Mr. Flyer. He is, he is the man. He was uh he made a my 26 years possible giving me my first job and you know my dad's good buddies with him worked with him for a long time and funny thing about clark you play golf those <clears throat> my dad's a good golfer he's he's 70 now but he's, he's still actually good pisses me off i still can't beat him but uh <laughs> he uh he him and clark used to play a lot together and uh they're you know a little bit of money on the games that you know on the, on the round and uh makes it more fun and so Sudsy, my, my dad, everyone calls him Sudsy. Uh, he would like first three or four holes, say he gets up a couple, get up to like the next tee and he'd be right. Just coming down his backswing and Clark, he'd go, what a player, you know, right. As he's going to hit the ball and fuck, <laughs> yeah. dad would shake one. He'd be like, would you fuck off? Clark? You know? yeah. But he's just a, just such a ball breaker and just, uh, just a great guy, man. I, I was fortunate enough when I was a kid, uh, I used to, like I said, I used to come up a lot and I would, I was friends with his son, um, Wade. And so I, I got, to, I would usually stay one night. I'd spend a night with them one night or two nights. Uh, and that was pretty cool. Cause I, I you know, it, when I was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, he was still playing too. So, it was yeah. kind of cool, you know, going to try going to the Cherry Hill mall and, and Bob Clark's with, you know, it's just like, it, it, yeah. you're not getting anywhere. Uh, no, it was funny because his son Wade would, like they'd drop us off sometimes and we'd, we'd walk around and, and like it'd be a kid going, Hey, that this is Wade. He's goes to school with me. That's Bobby Clark's son. And, and way to be like, no, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not, yeah. you know, because like it's, it's amazing how the 
kid to come up to him, but Clark, he's the best. He, he's so awesome. I'm glad you got to do that because uh, he's the man. Yeah, yeah. Something I'll uh, I'll never forget. I I, uh, I mentioned it to my dad after too, and he was he was pretty jealous. He thought it was you know all, <laughs> yes. he was obviously thought it was unreal. So um, yeah, throw a couple yeah. pops back with Clarky. Oh, uh, potentially there might have been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There might have been a few after telling some stories. But, a couple uh, silver bullets. Oh, man. He's got, he's got I, the stories, man. Wow. Yeah, I actually uh, I started the day um, with a birdie. It was par four. I, I birdied the first hole, and I was like, holy wow. shit. Like, <laughs> like, no way. Whatever. And then I proceeded to go, like, double, double, bogey. <laughs> but he was, like, kind of uh, – Mr. Clark was kind of hyping me up a little bit after the first hole, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And then the wheels <laughs> down. <laughs> sounds sounds like my game. My yeah. golf game. Yeah. Uh, you should see Riley's golf game. Oh God, Nass, I knew you were gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You hit or what? Oh, oh it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. Every shot Listen, left into the bush. We, we, I had it, Frosty. I had him aiming totally right to two holes to the right and he started hitting them in our fairway once he did that that's how big of a look he has he crushes oh. it though he crushes it and he makes good contact but it's just there's no we played last we played last yeah. week in this tournament and uh he what was it about 11 holes in you're like i don't really need to keep playing do I? i'm like Fuck, yeah you gotta keep playing like what do you mean he's like i'm done but you see, he finished. He finished strong. He did all yeah, right. Yeah, I actually finished strong. I was probably like the best golf I've ever played. Yeah. Not saying a whole lot. <laughs> but all right, all yeah, right. I only get out with three or four times a summer. So I give myself somewhat of an excuse. It's not, it's not pretty. Yeah. It's not pretty, no. We have a good time, though. We laugh. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. It's always fun. That's for sure. It's all that matters. important thing on the course, for sure. Yeah. No, um, not getting paid for it. Well. Well. Maybe we did last week. Maybe we did that time. <laughs> uh, um, Frosty, so your first NHL game, I was there. I could say that. <laughs> uh, but um, to this to this point in your career, your your best moment, first game, first goal. Yeah, I think so for sure. Um, it's a sick goal. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that, that helped. <laughs> yeah, highlight yeah. real. Was the grease, greasy one off my skate or anything? <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I'll have that one in forever. But um, yeah, I, I think just that whole experience. Uh, you know, they flew me up, went to Florida, and um, you know, it was all. It just all kind of seemed to happen within like a two day, two day uh, span. And um, you know, I was getting all these interviews and blah blah blah, and like yeah. Felt like you know I was just like a star for a day, and then I scored that goal, and um, yeah, it was it was awesome for sure, and uh, it's pretty special for me too. I think you know the organization did a, a good job. They brought in my you know my dad, my mom, my sister, and oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so just to have them there for that moment was was definitely pretty cool. Yeah, we <clears throat> unfortunately we didn't win the game. Uh, we didn't play that well, but it was four to one at the time, and you you scored that goal and gave literally gave the team life you know i was like but, but, but what a dirty goal oh God. yeah bob uh, what, what were you doing bob he didn't know the <laughs> mitts were coming you know backhand top chads as, as elvis would say top titty i remember too, i remember too just uh 
speaking of, because I, I remember we were down in the game, but I was so like jacked up that I scored and uh, we got back on the bench. I was playing with uh, TK and G at that point and I couldn't stop like peeking my head up at the Jumbotron. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. And TK's like, I remember TK was like hitting me. He's like, come on, let's go. Like focus on the next one, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I, I had to try and calm myself down after that. Oh, jeez, I would have. I just want to see how good it really looked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it looks good from a different yeah, perspective, was... right? Did you score in your second game too? Was it? Yeah, you did, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was actually a short-handed goal. It might be the only one, the first and last of my career. So <laughs> right, right off the draw, right? Yeah. So uh, they had iced it, and there was like three seconds left in the penalty. So they. I got thrown out and G won the faceoff back and I scored right off the faceoff and there was like one second left in the, right. in the penalty. So it went down as a shorthanded goal. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad way to start your NHL career for his two games. Two snipes. I know, right? Oh. Two snipes. Yeah. Cooled off a bit after that, but that, uh, it was probably like a four or five day stretch. So I, you know, I felt like a rock star obviously. So that was definitely the coolest moment I've had in my career. That's awesome, man. A lot, lot, lot of more, a lot more uh, coming. I have a feeling. I have a good feeling about that. Yeah, and and you're more of a really more of a passer, right? I mean, like you look at your numbers and the way you play. Like you're more of a passer than a shooter, uh, as it stands as a hockey player. Would you agree with that? Yeah, pass first for sure. I think um, I've been trying to been trying to shoot more because I, you know I always have coaches telling me and right you know, shoot the because sometimes I probably try and force a pass when I could get a shot on that. But um, yeah, I, I almost you know, obviously scoring a goal is you know, really nice, but I'm kind of one of those guys, like if I make a, a, a really nice pass and set a guy up for a top in or something, I, I almost feel more, it almost feels more rewarding to me to do that sometimes and just yeah. than to score for myself. So. Yeah. Because I know, uh, you know, when, uh, when you were drafted, um, I read a quote by Hexy. You, you know, they they traded Braden Shen basically to to pick you, and I th- I think that the whole co- or the the scouting staff and, and the organization was in agreement that they wanted you. But you know, they talked about your intelligence and obviously your passing, and you know you're you're in, in a two way forward, uh, which. You know, usually when you think of the highly skilled guys, two way forward doesn't come out of the, you know anybody's mouth, right? I mean, it's usually like this guy is just like just one hundred percent one dimensionally offensive, and then usually that's like kind of learnt when they turn pro. But uh, obviously, Hexy and the scouting staff thought highly of you enough, obviously outside of your skills, that the two way forward is a is a compliment. You know, especially at junior level, you don't hear that a whole lot. Um, unless you're an obvious two-way f- player, but with 100 over 100 points two years in a row, it's usually not what you hear. But uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was. Uh, I try. I think <clears throat> I probably had a, a decent amount of lazy moments on the on the defensive side in, in junior sometimes. But um, I've always kind of been labeled as more offensive on the scale, obviously. And I think you know I try and take pride in um, being reliable as a two-way player uh, in general and. Um, you know, I, I think that's what'll what'll get you to stick in the NHL. Um, you know, obviously there's some guys that are that can do whatever they want with the puck and are so skilled that they almost don't need to play defense sometimes. But I think if you can if you can add that part into your game, then um, obviously gives you a much better chance of sticking. So yeah, and junior level too. I mean, obviously you're playing like an abundance of minutes, right? I mean, you're like you're just keep getting thrown out there and you're expecting to score and stuff. So like. 
as far as like energy goes, like you only have so much energy to give. And then obviously like it lands up coming short on the defensive side a lot of times, right? You see this a lot with yeah. offensive guys. It's just like, it's the way it is, right? I mean, you can only do so much and you just like, yeah. maybe you just don't back check as hard because you just like don't have it in the tank. But uh, I think as you evolve as a pro player, it's there's just more just more defined roles. And like in this year, like that, that ultimate, ultimate offensive guy, which is a few of them that, you know, can maybe get away with a few shortcuts here and there. But, you know, it's it's, it's at, at that level, coaches aren't throwing you out there for 30 minutes a game either. You know, mm-hmm. this, you know, it's just the, just the way it is. But uh, um, so it's not only a knock on you. It's probably more than more. You just uh, had no energy a lot of the times to, to, to give that extra to, to come back and and defend. Yeah. We'll go with that. I yeah like, right uh, yeah right like- a pump your tires up a little bit there <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> for sure i i uh i know uh my last year uh my last regular season game so i had i actually got suspended for two games so we the fourth last game of the year i got suspended and then i got suspended for two games and then there was one game left and i think i was five points behind the leading point getter there's one game left, and uh, oh my God. I, think, I think we were going to – I think we had rested, like, two players or whatever just because players were coming up, but we already had a spot. And uh, I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely playing. Uh, I ended up playing, like, 29-30 that game or something. Oh, oh my God. Them. Yeah. And I, and I ended up – I think I ended up with, like, one – maybe maybe I had two points, but I, I was taking, like <laughs> – You guys you were staying. Extremely long shifts. <laughs> Talk about no defense. I'd like to see the clips from that game. <laughs> Great cherry picking. That's a lot of minutes as a forward, man. Jeez, Jeez that's a lot. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, Frosty, man, we we appreciate your time, man. I know it's it's tough in the middle of camp and everything, but we, we really do appreciate you coming on, man, and, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. And happy and healthy year and 100-point year, man. Let's yeah, man. Let's do it, bro. Set the bar high. Like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you got hey, the skills. Awesome. Silky. 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 <laughs> oh, man. But seriously, we do appreciate you, man, uh, taking yeah. the time out of your day for us, man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thanks for having Thanks for having me. It's good to talk to you guys, for sure. Yeah, appreciate it, Frosty. Good luck the rest of the way. That episode was brought to you by... SettleMyerSkateSharpening.com for all your hockey necessities, the best grind in southern part of New Jersey. For sure. Visit Nasty at SettleMyerSkateSharpening.com. Come on over. If you got pain, you got anxiety, sleep issues, check out BodyCheckWellness.com for all your hemp-derived CBD and functional mushroom needs. Nasty, I know you need it. You need it. Double up. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep is key. And a big thank you to our friend, Silky Mitts. Silky. Morgan Frost for hopping on. Middle of training camp. We appreciate that. What a good dude. Awesome kid. Wish him uh, nothing but the best here this year. Fresh, Fresh start after a tough one last year for the team as well as himself personally. So now's the time to shine. It is. It is. I tell you just from, I've had three shoulder surgeries and man, it's a, what a grind it is. I mean, obviously I'm not having to do anything close to what he's doing, but just to get 
the mobility back, the, the oh, yeah. range of motion. Uh, it's it's fucking it's frustrating, man. It, when you're oh, going yeah. through that, it, it's so. I mean, I'm not the first person to have a surgery, but I I I know where he was coming from. With it. man, you're stuck like this for a while, and you finally get moving, but it it hurts. It's a, it's a pain in the ass, and you know, being a pro athlete like you guys, you were, he is. Like he probably felt like this time was ever going to come, right? Like it just—it's a long process. Even for me, I just couldn't—I just could wait to get out of the damn sling. Oh yeah. After my, you know, I went two summers in a row with, with surgery. Actually, four four shoulder surgeries, not oh. three. But uh, anyway, um, he looks really good. He looks strong. He's confident. I mean, yeah. he has his skills. His skill sets is uh, is awesome. It yeah, really he's is. got some serious mitts and. Uh, and as you mentioned on the, in the surgery side of things, it as long as it was time wise for him from his last game to now, it, there is a silver lining in the sense that I know I've come back from some shoulder injuries back in the day. Separations, not surgeries, but there's like this confidence issue of like going in the corners and like battling. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're like a little bit unsure. I think he, mentally he's are way past that because it's yeah. like fully healed and some obviously. So right. Yeah, there's a silver lining. He had a whole off season uh, and some to, to 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 rehab and mentally prepare for training camp. So he's packed on a few lbs. Yeah, he's confident. Good. He's ready to rock. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see uh, nice to see him. And um, yeah, I wish him nothing, nothing but the best with the with the fly guys here. It's a yep. interesting time of uh, of of preseason, but uh, just like yeah. the the organization themselves, you get some fresh bodies in there and yep. some young blood. Young blood and, and uh, I really I really enjoyed him watching the joy in his face talking about his dad. I think that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that um, is really cool. That's uh, awesome. And I re- I remember uh, obviously his game when he got called up and you know his his family being able to come. So man, what a goal too. I know we said that already, but man, the kids kids got skills. Yeah, got can't skills. say I ever scored a goal quite like that from the goal line backhand cheese <laughs> over the. Over the shoulder, it's it's, uh, it's it's behind you, Bob. Yeah, yeah, out of my repertoire, uh, but not a not a bad goalie to score on either. Yeah, no kidding, right? But, uh, deceiving little fella. Go go into the net with confidence like that. To, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but, to even uh, attempt to uh, think about trying that. All <laughs> <laughs> no, right, uh, I hope he has many, many more of those in the black and orange because uh, he's a hell of a kid and a hell of a player. So, no we'll doubt. See. Let's go. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Episode 43 in the books. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 44. We've got a couple couple big dogs coming up. Exciting yep. uh, exciting podcast recording this week. So be, yep. sure to, be sure to tune in next week. And until then, stay safe. See you then, knuckleheads. See you, knuckleheads. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.